And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 4th of June, 2023. Come to the Crusting Up podcast for this lovely evening. We have government-sponsored crack pipes, NDP defeated in the last provincial election, and wildfires and the conspiracies backing them up. All that and more. Come to the podcast. Please stick around. Uh, listener and viewer discretion is advised. I do smoke cigarettes, not crack, and I do swear a bit. Stay tuned. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. Yes, sir. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 208, government-sponsored crack pipes, NDP defeated, and wildfires. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck, and good to see you all. I've been absent for a couple of weeks because of my work schedule, uh, but I'll give you all an update here. Um, I'm going to be trying to do this podcast at least once a week, plus on the days I have off. Uh, probably every Tuesday night, there will be an episode, so stay tuned to your social media platforms if you have subscribed already. Uh, every Tuesday, I'm going to try to do a podcast out there for you as all, my wonderful audience. And same routine, I try to get a couple episodes up on my off cycle, so that way I keep you all informed, keep the uh, rhythm going and all that good stuff. And that way you can support Canadian content, ladies and gentlemen. So that's always a good thing, right? right? Exactly. So I have to get us connects out there and you, my wonderful audience out there, to keep uh, the fire going. Uh, I like to say this podcast is also brought to you in part by... Battlefit Bodywear, that's right. Be Limitless, be Battlefit, Battlefit Bodywear. Uh, there'll be an advert uh, sometime during this episode. So carrying on again with uh, government-sponsored crack pipes, NDP defeated, and wildfires. That's right. In recent news, uh, of course, the UCP has been victorious here in Alberta. Uh, they beat uh, Notley uh, NDPs. I think roughly by 52 seats to 39, I believe. I'm not sure. I forget the number. But it's still the majority government, and there's a lot of people that are, weren't up in arms, but there were some up in arms, and there's speculation about Edmonton and then Calgary, but I guess Calgary turned around and won it uh, for the UCP. But a lot of it had to do with the rural ridings around the cities and in my area of the province. That made a difference when it comes to provincial election. Now the two standing parties are the United Conservative Party and the National Democrat. I can't speak English today. The new Democrat Party of Alberta, not the national, not Yagmeet Singh's uh, Wonder Twins and everything like that. But uh, I think you see my point. Now, I was never a supporter of the NDP when Notley was in. because a lot of jobs left the province. More rules came in, more red tape. And a lot of taxpayers' dollars went to virtue. Okay. And you heard me ramble on in my last episode in regards to uh, Notley's uh, plans, Motley Notley or Rotten Rachel, whoever calls her, whatever. Um, she's a decent politician, but she's got the ideology all wrong. Okay, uh, It doesn't matter if you're NDP or liberal. Uh, the whole idea of using other people's money to buy things uh, in the name of uh, uh, security just doesn't fly with me. Okay, So a lot of the speculation from the NDP was the simple fact that the UCP was going to start... Charging people for healthcare, 
charging people for this, charging people for that. And there was no evidence to back that up. They tried to say that she broke the law uh, in regards to ethics in the name of Arthur Pulowski trying to get some leniency done. I think there was a phone call that was made and she was more or less told by ethics commission, don't do that sort of thing. So, you know, there was a lot of mudslinging going on, but when you actually watch the UCP uh, debates, uh, how uh, Miss Smith carried herself, I think she carried herself very well. And of course, Motley Notley, uh, slinging the mud, calling names, calling shots. Um, as far as I'm concerned, if you're in the public spotlight and you're trying to plead your case on getting voters to love you and honor you and respect you and stand by you, then we have to get rid of the mudslinging. Say that for us podcasters and us critics alike. Okay. You elected officials or previous elected officials or people running for office, you've got to do better. Okay. You've got to do better. Sandy P was defeated, thankfully. Now they hold the opposition. They hold His Majesty's provincial opposition. That's fine. That's the way it works in our parliamentary system, and so be it. But when I would listen to Daniel Smith discuss policies when it comes to economics, meaning there'll be more money coming to our pockets and less in theirs, opportunities for small businesses and bigger businesses to flourish and opportunity for proper investment in this province that kind of won me over when it comes to opportunities i am a firm believer in equality of opportunity for everybody ladies and gentlemen i don't care if you're black i don't care if you're white i don't care if you're first nations i don't care if you're asian i don't care if you're gay one day and bisexual another i don't care okay it all depends on you being a decent human being and going out there and try to win yourself the big prize in the name of this country. And we need to see more of that, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I want to say happy pride to some of my gay followers. I've had some lovely emails from people who have said some wonderful things. And out of respect of their privacy, they've asked me not to display their emails and names. So, of course, I won't. But I will say this. You're welcome. It's an honor. You're good to go. So those watching and listening, you know who you are. Okay. Um, they are too are getting sick and tired of the political ideologues that have hijacked basically the whole pride thing in regards to the identity. And you've heard me ramble enough, enough times, ladies and gentlemen, I personally don't care how you live your life. Do it well, do the best of your ability, love who you want. As long as it's consensual, meaning two consenting adults mm -hmm. and you just go about your business. That's fine. I'm not going to sit and judge you based on what you put in your mouth or where you put your fingers or whatever. Enough of that. I'm not rambling. Like I said, like the title card even said, ladies and gentlemen, government-sponsored crack pipes, NDP defeat, and wildfires too. So that's been big in the news across the country as well, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the whole wildfire issue. Let me put the title card up again. Uh, wildfires in Quebec, Nova Scotia, parts of Ontario, uh, BC here in Alberta. Now the emergency has been lifted, but they're still burning. Uh, but I'll leave a link in my description for you to follow a uh, lady from uh, friends of science, for example, she has done some wonderful things uh, in regards to discovering factoids and what have you. And uh, I'll leave a link to that YouTube page of theirs. Uh, basically explain that it's wildfire season. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not a matter of uh, all these terrible things um, being set ablaze because the world's changing. Um, Usually mid-spring, late spring has always been a wildfire season because you have to factor in uh, deadfall, have to factor in what 
survived the winter, what didn't survive during the winter, and what's laying about on the forest floor. That can be instant kindling with lightning strike, careless campers, careless cigarette, or which was proven in the Slave Lake fire about 10 years ago, arson. So keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. Keep that in mind when it comes to uh, uh, what the political edge, what the political elite is trying to tell us on a regular basis. Now, I had a couple of videos set aside in some of the clowns in Parliament uh, discussing the whole issue in regards to uh, climate change and how much more and more money we're going to need. And come July 1st, gas is going up again, too. So right, there's a smack in the face and in the wallet uh, from our dear leaders. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> I just wish people would stop panicking in the name of the whole climate catastrophe. Because if there was a climate catastrophe, there'd be more earthquakes, there'd be more floods. And I'm talking biblical floods, not just a, a few here and there, because the ice melted. Okay? You all have these vivid imaginations when it comes to uh, anything environmentally catastrophic, like a volcano or a giant earthquake that San Francisco uh, received back in 1989, if some of you remember that or not. Right? So... Let's call these leaders into question when it comes to climate change and catastrophe. Because there are a lot of people helping us out with these wildfires. There's uh, reports of South African firefighters coming over, New Zealanders, uh, Australians. Some Americans are lending a hand just to contain these issues. Now, the rumor uh, that I heard uh, from a couple of reliable sources uh, said that Nova Scotia had some issues with their administration because they couldn't shit or get off the pot. Now, I'm not saying the Nova Scotia firefighters or uh, the Nova Scotia emergency responders had anything to do with it. It was some of the bureaucrats that called the shot. And there'll be more to follow right after this. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. As I was saying, too, there's a couple of people I know in Nova Scotia that are firefighters, and uh, they basically wait for the call to go. And when they see an emergency, they deal with it. So they're well-tuned, well and they're very, very switched-on individuals. So a lot of it has to do with politics, as always, too. Um, let's, just, uh, let's just assume for the fact that it might be a climate catastrophe. Let's say it is a climate emergency. Okay. And all this carbon tax we've been paying the past couple of years, you would think there's enough money in the kitty to suffice and stifle these, these catastrophes, but there isn't. Right. So you can let the clowns in parliament sit and discuss and dissect it all they want in regards to climate emergency. When you and I know, ladies and gentlemen, followers of the podcast and common sense Canadians, doesn't matter if you're libertarian, doesn't matter if you're conservative, or traditionally liberal, or NDP, you know it's not an environmental issue. It's spring. It's late spring. Things dry out. There's always gaps in between weather systems. It doesn't always matter. What matters is that we find a solution and we deal with it. It's that simple. Taking more money out of our pockets and constantly doing the finger wag like they always do isn't going to help us. It never has. It never will. Why do they still think it's, 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 it's a valid suggestion? Okay. I would like to see some of these parliamentarians that are implementing all these green ideas. I like to see them really, really walk around the oil sands and take a really, real, real good look on how things develop. I'd also like to see more of them on large-scale farms. I mean, private farms, not corporate farms. 
I like to see them go to some real big dairy operations and great pork operations and ranches, especially out here in the West. And I'd like for them to sit and observe the kind of work and the effort and the dedication that goes into those jobs to keep things going, keep food on the table. So when you have your you know, Memorial Days, when you have your special Pride Days, your special days for identity, and you want to sit and have a juicy steak or a piece of fish or chicken, you bloody know where it comes from. Okay? And I like these individuals to know, too, that fossil fuels are still an asset, and still a valuable asset in this country. So regardless of how many times you want to shake your hands and shake your fingers about wind power or solar power, now, take a look at some of the windmills in Ontario that have caught fire recently. Now, something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be right back after this. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Krusty Canuck here. Just to remind you, my wonderful audience out there, the Battlefit Bodywear was founded in Windsor, Essex, Ontario in 2019 and is a proud Canadian company. All of our apparel and accessories are purchased and printed right in our hometown by local independent business owners. We pride ourselves on quality and customer satisfaction. At Battlefit Bodywear, we believe that every person has a warrior with them waiting to come out. Our brand is meant to inspire and, and fan the internal flame. Regardless of what your thing is, Take it to the next level and be the best version of yourself that you can be. We also believe in that maintaining balanced lifestyle is a key to a good life. and includes having a regimented and productive fitness and exercise schedule. Motivation comes and goes, but discipline will get you across the finish line. Get there with Battlefit Bodywear. Krusty Canuck says so. Cheers. Yes, and that was Battlefit Bodywear. Be limitless, be Battlefit. Links in the description. You can contact those fine people and get some fine Gucci gym kit for all your Battlefit needs. That's right, Battlefit Bodywear. And we're carrying on with episode 208. That's right. Government-sponsored crack pipes, NDP defeated, and the wildfires. So what uh, wouldn't be complete if I didn't read you a little story about uh, Toronto. City of Toronto, and I know Vancouver is doing the same thing too. Uh, there's a popular film that's out on YouTube right now by the likes of Aaron Gunn, independent reporter, all around nice guy, classical liberal, basically saying Canada is dying. So I highly suggest you check that out on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, talking about the drug paraphernalia and the issues with crime and petty crime and all that good stuff. Uh, but what I'll do is I'll read this story from you from the National Post, uh, especially uh, uh, some giant, some real big concern in regards to uh, drug addiction in this country. And especially when it comes to um, what happened during the pandemic and all parts thereof. So I'll just read this along for you, folks. Want to catch on and follow along with me? Just pay attention by your own means. Toronto's now handing out branded crack and meth pipe kits with city's logo. Oh, I'm sure the Toronto taxpayers love that. Merrill Kennedy Anthony Fury released images of a crack pipe kit and a crystal meth pipe kit distributed by Toronto Public Health. Uh, so you take a look at those pictures there. It works. It's like you're getting a burger or something wrapped in a perfect wrapper for your culinary needs. But this is more for addiction. Okay. Only nine years after capturing international attention for having a mayor who smoked crack cocaine while in office, the city of Toronto is now handing out free crack and meth pipe kits emblazoned with the city's logo. If some of you remember uh, Rob Ford. Uh, he was quite the advocate for drinking and, you know, 
Anyway, that's a different story. In a Tuesday statement, mayoral candidate Anthony Fury released images of a crack pipe kit and a crystal meth pipe kit distributed by Toronto Police or Public Correct, Toronto Public Health. Fury, a former Post Media columnist, said he was given the kits by whistleblowers within the city's nonprofit shelter system. According to the kits packaging, they are assembled by the Works, a harm reduction program operated by Toronto Public Health. The Works began in 1989 as means to distribute clean needles in order to slow the spread of HIV among the city's injection drug users. In 2014, the agency was boasting of handing out 1.3 million needles per year. But like most Canadian needle distribution programs in recent years, the works expanded to include sterilized single-use versions of every other conceivable piece of drug paraphernalia. Injection drug users can help the works for free cookers, acidifiers, filters, and tourniquets in addition to clean syringes, and users of meth or crack cocaine can like free Pyrex stems or glass bowl pipes. Fury, who is polling in about fourth place for the June 26th mayoral by-election, has made a campaign pledge to shut down Toronto's network of safe consumption sites and divert them towards drug treatment, including mandatory treatment if necessary. I'll leave this uh, link in uh, the description there for you, ladies and gentlemen. <coughs> um, I, for one, I'm a cigarette smoker, okay? And I used to drink quite a bit. And I've had the pleasure of actually knowing some people who have uh, kicked some nasty habits, who have kicked uh, some real, real bad, um, some real bad issues when it came to alcohol and uh, and cocaine use, and they've overcome, and they've actually had help from a good support network, their family and friends especially, and uh, some municipal offices. Now, when I see this, I'm just curious: why is Toronto doing this? Now, I can understand safe consumption, but you're still pushing the addiction, ladies and gentlemen. You're still pushing the agenda. Oh, we're going to help you. You're still going to stay hooked, and you're still going to spend all your money and your time and effort get your next fix. But we're just going to basically help you along your way. If there's an individual who's an alcoholic and he or she wants to quit the booze, you give them a light beer, you give them less whiskey, more whiskey, access to it. Well, what do you do? Right? Ladies and gentlemen, I am guilty. I smoke cigarettes and I drink coffee. So, yes, you can say I'm technically I am a drug addict because I like my caffeine and I like my nicotine. Okay. Why isn't there more programs to help people like me get rid of these rather than just chewing gum or hypnosis or other things like that? Do I go to a health clinic and say, here, I, I want to quit smoking? Well, here, here's some more tobacco. Wouldn't that just be the same thing? I want to quit meth. What do I do? Well, here, here's some paraphernalia to help you along your way. It just seems like a contradiction, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I believe that if you're caught with meth or with cocaine, I don't think you should serve jail time for five years, locked up and forgotten, and that's it. When they legalized marijuana, there were some people outraged because they would say, oh, it's a gateway drug. It's a gateway drug. Well, technically speaking, that's up to the user. Now, I've smoked marijuana. I've never been prompted to do any cocaine or any acid or any shrooms or anything hard. I've never been prompted to stick a needle in my arm, right? My, my, my personal crime to myself was the amount I have drank and some of the stupid shit I did when I was drinking. Right? That's my Mel Cooper right there. I'll self-flagellate over that in my own time. When you see a city or any kind of government organization or any kind of bureaucracy promoting this, it puts things in perspective. 
are, are they really trying to help people? Are you really going out of your way to help people? Or are you just, you're just wasting people's time, right? For the sake of the woke, for being kind. If you want to be kind, you would go your way to help somebody who really needs it. If the individual wants help and wants to kick the habit, then you should be there to help that individual. You shouldn't be adding more fuel to the fire. Okay, like I just said, you know, if someone's trying to quit the booze, you're going to hand them a light beer. You're going to hand them any beer. You're going to hand them any liquor. You can help them through it. Now, there's better ways to use the cities or provinces or even national tax dollars to help these individuals out. Right? We've heard time and time again how people were stealing stuff to buy fentanyl or stealing stuff to get another fix or stealing stuff to make some money to buy more stuff. And it, it's sad. It's sad. In the same sense, you know, you're not going to help their problems out by creating another problem. And then what have you got? You got more overdoses in your hand? I don't know. Time will tell. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And like I've said earlier before, ladies and gentlemen, if you like me here to see, click like and subscribe and share this podcast, all of your social media platform. I don't believe in always prompting you to do it, but you can also find the Crusty Canuck podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, Rumble. And a special hello out there to my Rumblers. I'm receiving some more uh, subscribers from that beautiful platform. So give yourselves a round of applause. You guys are awesome. Well done, Rumblers. Keep on rumbling. Everybody else, please subscribe to those fine platforms for me if you can, too. Uh, let's beat C11 across the lips and uh, get more Canadian content out there for all of us to really enjoy and see. You can see my perspectives, the other people's perspectives. Just keep uh, subscribing, share this content all over your platforms, and comment, too. And for you on my YouTube channel, please click like and all that stuff. And send me a kind word or two if you can. Keep the algorithm going. I, I notice uh, I've lost some subscribers. Uh, the past couple of weeks, probably because maybe there were bots or their censorship is going through. I don't know if I've offended anybody in the past few episodes. My apologies. But then again, I'm not here to, to toe and sidestep and worry about people's feelings. If you don't like my show, you don't have to watch it. It's that simple. And as much as I would like to make this a full-time commitment and make some great content for you as all, I need your help, ladies and gentlemen. So if you feel like donating, to the Krusty Knight podcast. You can check out my donation links, uh, buy me a coffee. And you can also check out my shop too, customizedgirl.com. Look for Krusty Canuck. I got t shirts, I got hats, I got swimsuits, I got uh, paraphernalia, uh, not drug paraphernalia. <laughs> but you catch my point, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, carrying on again with the whole episode 208 government sponsored crack pipes, NDP defeated, and wildfires too. So it's funny how we can sit and look at times we're in now and compared to five years ago when i started doing this podcast compared to now how much has changed okay and i'm not going to sit and talk about the whole government conspiracy the liberal government or the ndp government or the ucp or the conservative governments i'm talking about people in general okay i've made some friends during this podcast i've lost some friends during this podcast um but i want to make one thing clear i never fucking lied to anybody okay and I want to make another thing clear, too, that um, the past five years, I've been really, really creative when it comes to short stories, screenplays. Um, I've got tons of ideas written away. 
I have a little book that I keep on my shelf over here where I jot down things when they come up and I just keep when I'm ready to deal with them, then I deal with them. Um, there's some individuals out there who have taken it upon themselves to try to, how do you say, gaslight me. All I can say is this. Try harder. Okay. And I'm not the kind of person that's going to go out of my way to confront somebody over this or over that. I'm not going to pull the SJW routine and protest someone's work. Uh, go about your business, do your thing. You know, and I never fucking lied to anybody and I never used anybody. Okay. Um, there been a couple of situations where I've been new in a situation and I made that very, very clear. Right. Which more or less meant <laughs> I'm saying, I don't know what I'm doing. And you give me a hand trying to figure this out. And then when you reach out to somebody and they accuse you of something that you're not, it takes its toll. 30 years ago, it would have really, really pissed me off and I would have lost my fucking mind. Now it's like, eh, whatever. Okay, save yourself. But uh, in my good conscience, I just want to re-emphasize and reinstate to some people that do watch this show on a regular basis. I got your back. I've always got your back. And uh, I never screwed around. I just believe in protecting what's right, and what belongs to me, what belongs to you, and that we can all carry on and thrive as we should. I mean, that's enough of my heartfelt emotion for today's show. <laughs> but like I say, if you like and hear what you see, ladies and gentlemen, please check me out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Rumble. And a special thank you once again to my Rumblers out there. Please keep subscribing and send me some more comments too when I post these uh, podcasts up. And like I said, I'm going to try to put an episode up every Tuesday. So it might be late Tuesday evening to my Alberta and my Central uh, Mountain Time listeners and viewers out there alike. Uh, but stay tuned. If you're on the tube, please click the notification bell and all that good stuff. And uh, we'll go from there. We're going to carry on again with this whole uh, government-sponsored crack pipes, NDP, Defeat, and the Wildfires, Episode 28, Chris New York Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. The weather's getting better out there. You know, I did some lawn yard work the other day, and just like, oh, my God. It's amazing what happens to your lawn after you leave it for a couple of weeks. You're going to work it out much harder to cut it, but it's been done. So, yeah, sort of, uh, it's still kind of dry out, trying to get, you know, go for some more rain, loosen things up. I didn't plant a garden this year because I just didn't have any effing time, ladies and gentlemen. But needless to say, I'm very resourceful. We have things up our sleeves, little tricks up our sleeves to keep us going. If next winter is going to be a harsh winter. And I suggest you do the same. Uh, but enough of my ranting and rambling in regards to foodstuffs. I, I just, when, when I read that article in regards to government-sponsored crack pipes, it's just, <laughs> you know, is that where we're going? We have to have the nanny state look after us and have to have the nanny state justify and verify things for us. You would think people that are hooked on those substances would would want help, but you're just perpetuating more addiction, more reliance. It's like when you watch those shows, My 600-Pound Life, and um, how people were reaching out to doctors to lose the weight. And there have been some really great success stories out of that, too. And the doctor would tell them, okay, don't be eating these foods. Get up and walk. Get up and do this. Don't be eating that. Don't be eating this. And then they do it. And before you know it, a month later, they've lost 10 pounds. Two months later, they've lost 30 pounds and so on. And it adds up, adds up. 
why is there not an incentive when people are hooked on, on things? So you can go to Toronto Public Health or Vancouver Public Health and you can get crack pipes and meth pipes and cocaine. But can I go and get extra, extra of these? No, because it's bad for you. It's bad for your health. Okay. So is too much coffee. So is too many Whoppers. So, many, so is having so many Big Macs and large fries with a side of gravy, right? Those going to Timmy's having four or five cups of coffee in one morning. So is buying the donuts. So is, you know, so priorities here, ladies and gentlemen. But then again, I'm also believing being a, a good consumer and doing what you want with your body and buying what you want to fill instead. It should be an individual's choice. But then again, we're living in an economic society now where we cannot pay our bills, pay our debts. We have a government that don't want to do it. They want to keep spending more on other countries. And yet they want to spend more of our money keeping people hooked. Kind of a contradiction, don't you think? Right? And even federal politics today, too. Everybody's making a big stink about Pierre Polyev telling Justin where to go. And the whole issue with David Johnston, you know, who has a fake job and he does have a fake job. Of course, the special rapporteur was only there uh, to make things look good, even though he's a friend of the Trudeau's and he's a member of the Justin Trudeau or Gary Trudeau foundation. So what's that tell you? So it's a shit show all around. Ladies and gentlemen, it has nothing to do with getting to the bottom of Chinese interference. We're covering the track and now it's getting exposed. Right. Rebel News did a whole thing about Chinese police stations about a year ago. Right? Is anyone thanking them for cracking the code? For getting the story out to their people? No, of course not. Can't do that. Right? Can't do that at all because that just might mean, oh, that's racist. You know, of course, the gaslighters in our society we would like to say that, but you and I know different. Okay? So when it comes to defending this democracy, let's do it. We don't need to use our fists. We can use our words. But there are people out there who want to censor our words. So let's fight the censors and then fight the so-called know-it-alls and bureaucrats they call the shots. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to go into a big rant about the whole issue in regards to uh, Chinese interference, but it's there. Okay? And I would, like, I would like to see CSIS step up and throw more reports out there too. Because if the government's not going to read said reports... Like Ms. Telford said that, you know, our prime minister does read the reports all the time. Then bypass them and give them to the mainstream media. Give them to the little guys. The little guys would gladly put these stories out and share with the world, share with the country. Well, give me a story or two. I'll get it out in the world. <laughs> Why not? What have I got to lose? No, well, I've got a home. i got a great wife. I've got a good, decent job. You know, i got the tax people giving me a hard time. Well, that's being sorted out too as we speak. Well, that's that's good. There's somebody fighting for me, which I'm very, very grateful for. And you, my wonderful audience, give yourselves another round of applause. <laughs> you guys are wonderful too. You're the reason I do this show. Like I say, if you like and hear what you see, click like and subscribe and share this content all over your social media platforms while we still can, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we still can, right? Uh, let's make sure that uh, the powers that be 
don't get the upper hand. Let them eat humble pie. Anyhow, I have been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 4th of June, 2023. Stay tuned for updates. And this Tuesday, I will have another episode up and running for you. And I will have episodes up every Tuesday. So spread the word around, ladies and gentlemen. I'll make an advert card on my Facebook and on my Twitter pages and my Rumble page. My Instagram pages, too. Just the word out there as well. Um, you can also find me on Amazon Podcast and Spotify Podcast, too. Just look for Krusty Canuck and you'll see my show there. Uh, my podcast is hosted by podbean.com. And I put my initial audio recordings there too. And I put my videos up on YouTube and other channels alike. So please don't hesitate to click like, subscribe, and comment. And don't forget to notify yourself when uh, new content comes your way, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, I've been Krusty Canuck on this 4th of June, 2023. I wish nothing but good things and good faith to all good people out there. Do what you can to help each other in these trying times. And do what we can to be good to people. And it doesn't matter if you help someone cut the grass, water their flowers, help some neighbors out, drop a donation or two off the food bank, or any charity for that matter, Salvation Army, whatever you believe in. Right? And victory begins with you, ladies and gentlemen. It begins with you. And like I always say, after yourselves in these trying times, and always remember, humanity and merit wins the day. Take care, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. Yes, sir. There is no racial bigotry here. There you are all equally. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Well, smack my ass and call me Judy. <laughs>